0: why didn't you just leave it can't be that bad why when you saw the abuse didn't you just leave like it doesn't make sense like why didn't you just leave or you start telling hey this is my story hey this is what's happening hey this is what i don't understand i'm stuck in this moment and the person's response is just leave like what's the big deal If you guys don't know who I am, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this platform to bring awareness about narcissism. How it affects people's lives, how it destroys and disrupts families, households, everybody. How it really damages a lot of different things. I've been in therapy for several years now, going on to learning how to work on myself. Not to cure my personality, but to work on changing my behavior changing the things that I do, changing how I interact. And I try to do that on a day-to-day basis. And I work with people on a day-to-day basis to try to help them do that as well. For a lot of people that I talk to, they're narcissistic abuse survivors. They're people that are either in the relationship currently or have just gotten out and they're like, I don't know what to do. Like I'm stuck with this aspect of having a trauma bond, having a mindset of like, I know in my head, I don't want to go to this person. I don't want to be with this person. They're toxic or not good together. But in my heart, and in my emotions, and in my feelings, I want to pick up the phone and call him. I want to text her. I want to have some interaction. I want to see him. I want to hug her, whatever it might be. And it gets really, really confusing because that trauma bond is an addiction that you have with another person. And that addiction was manufactured by that other person as they work to personally groom you. If you're interested to know more about that, click on, on my video, Narcissistic Grooming and how they groom their victims. And that can be really eye-opening for a lot of people. When you're in that relationship and you start to question your reality, you start to question, how do I get out? And you start to get to the place of like, maybe you have a small understanding of this relationship isn't healthy. This relationship is toxic. This relationship is really hurting me. And you go to your friends, you go to your family, go to your church, whatever it might be, and you only get a couple responses. You get one, if they see what it is and they say, hey, if that's what you're experiencing, just leave. Like, why are you still with a person that's abusing them? Like, that doesn't make sense. Like, just leave. Sometimes the other response is you just need to love them better. You need to work on the marriage. You need to work on the relationship because it really is just about communication. Both responses, equally as toxic. Both responses, equally as destructive. Were you in a relationship with a narcissist, with a toxic person, where when you tried to explain it, when you tried to tell it to people, they said, just leave? They said, just get out. Like, stop what you're doing. Like, I don't understand. Like, you shouldn't be with this person. Don't you see how toxic they are? Don't you see how awful it is? Just leave. There's a big aspect that a lot of people suffering from narcissistic abuse do not have communities out there to be able to support and to help them. It's one of the reasons why we created the NARC app, Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Community, NARC. We created that app to try to be able to help people engage with other people out there, to help people track their no contact, to give them a goal and a guiding line of like, hey, we have to accelerate this, we have to continue. To help them track like their truth of logging the aspects of like, today I remember this situation and I need to be better by remembering the actual truth of it, not remembering the fantasy or the hope or the potential or discounting or devaluing the actual abuse that happened. A lot of survivors don't have community and they don't have people that understand. Because naturally, when you're hurt, when you're frustrated, when things are going on, you'd want to turn to those people who have always been there for you your friends, your family, your mom, your dad, those close ties, those close people that have been there through all thick and thin. And you go up and you say, Hey, I feel like I'm being abused. And like, what? Like, that doesn't make sense. Like, I've met your ex, I've met your husband, I've met your whoever. Like, that doesn't make sense at all. It's an awesome tool. I love using it. I've been using it for a little bit now. And the cool thing about it is it's absolutely free. So if you're interested in starting up a podcast, if you're interested in getting involved in podcast work, then download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Some of it comes back to the idea of cognitive dissonance of when you're in that relationship and you're being treated badly, you're still trying to believe the hope or the potential or the good that the narcissist or toxic person is saying. Like, I love you, but my actions don't show it. And as a result, you keep trying to pour in love. You keep trying to invest more time into that person. And you start sharing that with other people, saying, oh, like, we have a really great relationship. I just need to, I want to love him more. Like, I want to work on this more. But like, it's really good. And you start to paint a good picture to all the people around you and as a result, when it finally comes to head, when you're like, hey, this isn't a good relationship. Like, I feel like I've actually been in a toxic relationship or an abusive relationship. A lot of times people look at you and be like, what? Like, where did this come from? Like, we don't see it at all. You've never told us about it. And they start to doubt the other person. They start to not believe. And sometimes they start to be like, well, you just have those communication issues. Like this just one aspect that you can get better, that you can progress in your relationship. And a lot of times people counsel and like push people to stay in those relationships when they're getting actively abused. Sometimes they start to understand it. Sometimes they realize it. Sometimes they know this is not healthy. But everyone around them is saying it is healthy because that's all they see. All they see is the facade, the image that the narcissist pulls up. And all they see is the words that you've told them in the past that the narcissist kind of talk through you of how great you are, of how much you guys are connected, of how great you are as soulmates, of how the sex is great, like whatever it might be. And those things will go on and on and on to confuse a lot of different people and to confuse yourself, like, wait a second, what's actually going on? With these types of relationships, it's normally manufactured to be able to produce that response that makes you feel crazy. That makes you feel like you don't know what you're talking about and makes you feel when you go to those people and they reject you or they deny you that you turn around and be like, it must be me. Like I must be the problem. Like it, like it must be because everybody's saying that it, I must be the problem. And so you work hard to fix yourself. You work hard to grow. You work hard to change. And the narcissist does nothing. They don't change. They don't grow. They don't work on themselves. They're not willing to invest the work to get vulnerable and honest with who they are. And as a result, the lies will keep coming, the gaslighting, the abuse, the manipulation goes on and on. You might have been in that relationship where people started to see the abuse or people started to see your distress and people started to see, hey, this is what's going on in the relationship. I'm a little concerned what's going on. And you finally talk to them. You finally say like, hey, this is what's happening. Like, I don't know what to do. And then they respond with, just leave. It ends up making you feel stupid. It ends up making you feel like, why don't I just leave? Why can't I just leave? Like, how come? And the problem is from that addiction, from everything that's going on manipulative-wise, which we've talked about that in some previous videos, but on the other side, when people are saying just leave, it's very hurtful to those people there because it's not like they went into that relationship for that purpose. Like you don't go into a relationship being like, hey, I really think this one will be the perfect person for me, they're gonna be excellent at gaslighting me, I'm sure they'll cheat on me a couple times, they're gonna be really abusive, and like that's actually what I'm looking for in a partner said no one ever because people aren't going to the relationships looking like that but when you come into someone else's life and you say hey just leave like what's your problem like just leave they're being abusive like just leave like why don't you just do this you start to attack them as a person when you don't have an idea the addictive nature that it has on another person To have that cognitive dissonance, that push-pull back and forth with a narcissist, with a sociopath, with a psychopath, with any toxic person out there that fabricates this and makes this to build that connection, to build that bond, and ultimately tie that person to them. Where it feels like there's no way to separate, that there's no way to get free from that bond. That bond a lot of times we refer to as a trauma bond. It's something that's based on the highs and the lows, the push and the pull, the idea of I slap you in the face and I say I love you. And I say I love you and then I slap you in the face. Like it builds cognitive dissonance of like, wait a second, these actions aren't matching the words, but I need to believe the words because I hope and I have potential. And it was like this at the very beginning. And people stay stuck in that aspect of a trauma bond time and time and time again. It's one of the things that I work with people on a one-on-one basis like every single day of breaking free of that trauma bond, of working on cutting those cords one piece at a time so they can get to the place of living in truth, living in honesty about their situation, and they can acknowledge what's happened to them. They can acknowledge what's going on currently, and they can acknowledge who the narcissist was in their lives. And when they see that, when they rewire their minds with a brand new story telling them the truth based on the facts, they start to get clarity. They start to clear out all the fog that's in front of them so they can actually see clearly, make good conscious decisions that are not being manipulated or gaslighted, and be able to find healing, growth, and change. If you're interested in that, click on the link down below. If you haven't already, have got TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. Subscribe to those small nuggets of truth that pop up daily. If you haven't already, check out the podcast. We've got Raw Motivations on podcast, Apple, Spotify, and also Amazon Music. Thanks so much.